Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today's recipe is for peanut butter pie, which is not baked while the crust is baked, but the peanut butter pie part isn't. This is a really good recipe for peanut butter pie. It's not overwhelmingly sweet, which peanut butter pie tends to be, and it's really good. I found a really good crust for it, too. I usually use a graham cracker crust, but I found this recipe for a really interesting crust that works so well with this pie. I can't wait to try it on some other pies because it's just a real, it's a really good crust. And of course, if you've listened to my podcast much, you know my love of oats. So this crust has oats in it, of course. So here's the recipe. This is the crust. um, And you want to make the crust in advance and let it cool. So just remember that when you're, when you're doing this, you can make the crust and let it sit for about an hour and then start working on the pie filling. So it's one of those ones you can do a load of laundry or watch a show or whatever while you're waiting. You can even make your crust the day before if you want to. So here's the crust recipe. One and a half cups of quick cooking oats, one third cup of brown sugar, two tablespoons of flour, and one third cup of melted butter or margarine. This is a crust you could also make vegan also by using a vegan spread to melt instead of the butter. Okay, so what you want to do is mix all your dry ingredients together. Add your melted butter and mix well. And then you're going to press it into a 9-inch pie dish. Press it into the bottom and up the sides. And keep working it around with your fingertips to spread it evenly. Because what will happen if you don't do that, the corner gets really thick, which I discovered the first time I made this recipe. So just kind of watch that you don't get any thick spots. And if you just keep gently pressing with your fingertips and working it, it'll work up the side of the pie plate and you can kind of even it out a little bit. Once you get it how you want it, bake it for 20 minutes at 350. And then you're going to take it out and put it on a cooling rack and don't fill it until it's completely cool. Don't say, oh, it's almost cool and fill it. Don't do that because your filling will melt. You don't want that to happen. So let your crust cool completely. Now here's your filling. Eight ounces of cream cheese softened, a half a cup of creamy peanut butter. I use Jif, which is very peanutty, excellent peanutty flavor. A half cup of powdered sugar, one eight ounce tub of Cool Whip, and a half teaspoon of vanilla. So for your filling, you're going to beat the cream cheese, peanut butter, and powdered sugar until well blended. Then add the vanilla and mix well. And then you want to fold the Cool Whip in. Fold it in and then beat it with the beaters once you get it folded in good, which is what I did because folding it doesn't mix it well enough. But I don't like to beat it right off the bat because, I don't know, Cool Whip just tends to like attack you when you do that. So just kind of get it folded in pretty good and then give it a bit of a beat with your beaters. Then it's ready to go in the pie shell. It can sit though. So if you get it to the point where it's ready to go in and your pie shell still isn't ready, you can just wait a minute. Now, you're also going to need the drizzle for the top of it. The drizzle is going to have to cool a little bit too, though. So what I did was after I made my pie crust, I whipped up my chocolate drizzle for the topping. Then I made my pie filling. Here's the drizzle recipe. I just actually found this technique the other day. It's not usually what I do when I'm making. uh, It's a ganache but it's made a little bit thin, so it drizzles, and it actually holds a shape really well. So 
What I did, it, it calls for three-fourths of a cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips and a half a cup of heavy cream. And what I did, I heated my heavy cream in a small pot until it was almost simmering, like just getting to where you're seeing a little bit of steam. And I just kept continually stirring it with the whisk, not like beating it, but just keeping it moving so it didn't stick. And once it got hot enough where it was, you could tell it was getting hot and you could see that little bit of steam coming off, I took it off the heat and poured it over my three-fourths cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips, which were sitting in a glass bowl. And then I took my um, little whisk and I just carefully, slowly stirred and stirred until those chocolate chips were all melted. And what it did was it allowed the chocolate to just melt on its own pretty much. And it got this beautiful, shiny, glossy texture to the ganache. It, it was just, it came out really, really nice, but it was thin enough that I then put it into a bag to drizzle it onto the top of the pie. So what I did, instead of using an icing bag and wasting an icing bag, I put the, I took the ganache real carefully and spooned it into a little plastic sandwich bag. I spooned it all in there and um, pressed the air out and just sealed it and let it set until I was ready to use it where it could also cool there, you know. So it was just nicely sealed in there, protected and sitting and waiting while I whipped up my peanut butter pie filling. So you make your peanut butter pie filling and then you just, you have to be real careful about putting it in this particular pie crust because some of the oats might be a little bit loose in there. So just plop your peanut butter pie filling all around in there and then real carefully just move it with your spoon until it's a little bit rounded up in the middle and comes down to the edges of your pie crust, sort of like a little dome on there, you know. And then take your drizzle, once it's cool, it should feel cool to the touch, and snip the end off the bag. And be careful about how much you snip off. You don't want it to be too big, but you don't want it to be too small. So if you snip the corner off so that about an eighth inch stream of chocolate can be squeezed out, that's like almost perfect. And then just take that little bag and drizzle it back and forth on top of your peanut butter pie until you get how much you want on there. If you don't use all of it, you can put that into another bag or container and seal it and keep it in your refrigerator for a week. And if you use it, if you do something else during that week, for example, um, I made a bunt cake later, which we're going to do also a podcast on, and I ended up using that for the drizzle on my bunt cake. So that res this recipe will be repeated. But I really like doing it this way because usually the way I do it, I usually heat the cream in the pan and put the chips in and do it all at the same time. And this way it actually cooled a lot faster. The chocolate melted while the cream was, how would I say that? The chocolate melted, it was melted by the cream, but while you're stirring it and the cream is melting it, it also is slowly cooling at the same time. So it worked, it's like perfect. You know, once I was done mixing it, it was almost cool then. So it only took about 15 minutes to be cool enough to where I could put it on top of the pie. Then put that on top of your pie and put the whole pie, I would recommend putting it in a container or something, but put that in the refrigerator for about, oh, I don't know, maybe an hour or two and let it cool and set up and then it's ready to serve. This is a really good peanut butter pie. I've had a lot of people compliment me on this who are peanut butter pie aficionados and they really liked it because they said it wasn't overly sweet and I really don't care for peanut butter pie, but I even I liked it, a very small slice of it. 
Now, I have a question. Um, does it make a difference if you use natural peanut butter versus the regular? Because I know there is a slightly different texture with the natural Jif versus the regular creamy Jif. There's like slightly less oil, I think. I'll tell you what. When I, I, when I made it with the regular Jif, there, was a, there were tiny drops of oil separated on the top of the pie. But when I made it with the natural, I didn't have that. So I kind of wondered. I, now that I think of it, I think that's probably what it was. So I would use, if you use the natural peanut butter, or I would even recommend using a good quality peanut butter, like Jif, but it, it was just tiny little things on the top, like droplets that separated out, and I didn't know. I was thinking, I wonder what that's from. Because I hadn't had that happen before when I made it, but it might have been because of the... Because it, it wasn't the natural peanut butter. Yeah. Still good, though. It was yeah. still good. <laughs> it's a good. This is a really good pie. So if you have somebody that loves peanut butter pie, I would highly recommend this one. I can also suggest this, too. You could make this pie, number one, this would be a good candidate to be a vegan pie. Because you could, if you like I said, if you use the crust, if you use the vegan margarine spread for in place of the butter it would work just fine it would work absolutely fine and then in the regular ingredients they make a very nice quality vegan cream cheese you can get cool whip whip topping that that is dairy free you can get those types of whip topping that's dairy free so that's really all there is in it so you could do that you can also make this sugar free if you would like to you can make it sugar free by in the crust you can use a sugar free brown sugar or a sugar substitute Sugar-free brown sugar? Yep. Yeah. What is it just brown um, in a bag? No. Sugar Twin <laughs> makes it. It actually has that brown sugar taste to it. That, you know, brown sugar has a sort of a... It has a little bit of the molasses in it, mm -hmm. so you get that little bit of flavor. So uh, Sugar Twin makes a brown sugar substitute. And then in your pie, you can use the sugar-free Cool Whip. Eliminate the powdered sugar. Just don't use it. And use the peanut butter. Most peanut butter doesn't have sugar in it unless it's incredibly cheap peanut butter. But most peanut butter doesn't have sugar in it. So you could make this actually a sugar-free pie, too, and then just don't put the drizzle on it. I really like this crust. I'm excited to try this with some other things just because it's it's the crust actually, I think, in my opinion, the crust makes the pie because peanut butter, for example, you know, the Girl Scout cookies that have the peanut butter filling have a an oat cookie to them so that taste is you know people know that taste I actually had people say this tastes like a Girl Scout cookie and I'm like no it doesn't but you can think that if you want to so <laughs> but it's such a good the crust is just really good and then the pie itself like I said it's very simple it's a simple pie to whip up quickly so if you enjoy peanut butter pie you'll enjoy this and this just has those little things that like kick it up a notch like that nice ganache drizzle on the top like the oat crust you know just a little bit a little less peanut butter in it than most peanut butter pies so it's good pie it's very good pie i hope you give it a try and be sure to check us out online on facebook and instagram at mary mac bakehouse on twitter at mary mac podcast and on our website mary mac thanks a lot for listening if you did and if you didn't too bad for you